0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Hello and welcome to another Geek Town podcast. Today I'm talking to Daniel Linson. He's a game developer based in Sydney, Australia. He's got a new game coming out on the 14th of November on Steam. It's called The Sun and Moon and it's an infuriating little platformer, uh, but fantastic fun. Um, There's a link on the podcast page if you want to go and check it out. Um, I urge you to because it's really, really good fun. (laughs) as ever if you want any more news or information about uh, games or of course tv show air dates come to the main website at geektown.co.uk here's daniel hey daniel hello how are you i'm good how are you going I'm I'm good, thank you. So, sorry for doing this so late in the uh on a Sunday evening. No, 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 that's okay. <laughs> Being halfway across the planet doesn't really help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not even a little
0: bit. <laughs> so, um just to confirm you're in uh Sydney today, aren't you? Yes. Yes, you're based out of Sydney. Yeah. Did you grow up around there or, or is uh Uh
1: yeah, I've basically lived here my whole life.
0: Okay, cool. What's the uh the game development scene? like out there i mean i I suppose the nice thing about game development is you can basically do it anywhere but uh it's
1: relatively quiet there's a nice sort of group of people but for the most part i don't think it has terribly much going on (laughs) uh there are there are a lot of interesting um games that are sort of coming out from sydney yeah uh, like titan souls for example i know one of the people working on that which is pretty exciting.
0: Cool. Weirdly, I did the second person in about two weeks I've interviewed that's from from Australia that's that's a game developer. So, uh, the uh, wow. What, what was the uh, the other one? Uh, the other one was the the guy that uh, from um, that that developed Syndicate, and he had a Kickstarter project. Um, okay, fantastic. Uh, uh, so yeah, he's. Uh, but uh, yes, so. Um, you're on to talk a bit about uh, The Sun and Moon, which is your, your uh, new game, which is coming out on Steam in November. Um, yeah. Do you want to explain, <laughs> try and explain a bit about the game, which given that this is an audio medium, I'm not sure how easy that's going to be.
1: Yeah, I found it pretty difficult to explain the game in general, just because uh, the whole game revolves around this kind of weird concept. Uh, but basically, it's a platform game, 2D platform game where you can run and jump, and you can also hold a button that lets you dive into the ground. And when you're underground, uh, you travel to the ground just like normal, except gravity is reversed, which means uh, if I ran and, jumping, ran and jumped into the floor, uh, it would sort of push me down, and then gravity would pull me back up, and I'd sort of fly up the other end. Uh, and with this, I've tried to explore all the different ways in which this can be used to make all sorts of levels and challenges for the player. Okay, cool. Um, and I don't know. I don't know how much that describes it. I think <laughs> it's probably. It's easier difficult just to play for five minutes <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh, okay. yeah it's it's difficult because having, having actually seen it that makes perfect sense to me but <laughs> you yeah, know and have played with it <laughs> um, yes I, to I, anyone
1: else
0: yeah i am entirely I mean, totally not sure i mean, I'll, I'll, I'll when when I post it on the site it'll have i'll put the video up and a link to the to the game obviously but the uh but and the and the steam but uh, so at least people should be able to see it but yeah, it's always a bit difficult when you're talking about games trying to explain sure. them <laughs> uh, on a podcast um yeah. do you want to uh do you want to explain how the game came about
1: okay sure so I entered a forty eight hour competition called Lubindario which happens uh, about three times a year yeah. and at the start of the competition they give you um, a theme which is randomly selected by uh, by votes beforehand and this time the theme happened to be uh, beneath the surface and so I sort of sat down and tried to come up with some sort of innovative regional idea based on that theme. And uh, it wasn't actually until the second day that I had something which wasn't a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> uh, I think for the first day, I had some stuff on and I sort of sat around thinking a little bit, but I just had you know all the garbage ideas, all, all the first things that you would think of when you're given that theme. Yeah. Um, so, you know, set the game in a cave, set the game underwater, do something like that. Hmm. Uh, and then at some point, I don't know what exactly happened, but I had this sort of image in my head of, of basically what I described to you before, of the player sort of diving into the surface and then flinging themselves back upwards. And I sort of had this idea and went uh, almost as though, almost as though um, you were jumping underwater and you were buoyant and the buoyancy of the water sort of pushed you back.
0: Yeah. That sort of idea. Yeah.
1: From there, it was basically sitting down. For the remaining twenty four hours and crunching things out, trying to get the graphics audio um and the actual programming all working out uh which was pretty difficult, but somehow I got there in the end
0: I, I do find it amazing that you managed to pull that together in in uh i mean I know you've expanded it a lot now, but just the, the basic sort of uh how many levels yeah. did you have at that point when you actually handed it in uh
1: in the original i had somehow i had Thirty and I don't know how the hell I managed to make that <laughs>
0: That's many. That's insane. I think I was
1: just. <laughs> yeah, I. I, how, uh, I felt I felt pretty tired afterwards. Yeah, I I, it for a whole day.
0: I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. I don't know how you managed to do thirty levels of that in in 24 hours. That's ridiculous. It's. It, I mean, I I have played it. I have a. you know, I, I I've been playing it on, on Steam. It's absolutely brilliant, and it's so simple in terms of you know the uh you know graphically it's it's uh really you know nice and clean and straightforward you can really see everything and it's such a sort of simple concept for the gameplay but um it works so beautifully but it's also the most infuriating game i've played in a long time yeah <laughs>
1: I'm not really surprised to (laughs) hear that.
0: It's just because when you make a mistake, you kind of know it's something that you've not, I got right, so you end up kind of going back and trying it again, and then you slightly miss it. And it, you, yeah. you know, it's it's that infuriation with yourself, not particularly with the game as such, you know. <laughs> which is great because it means you go through and it's kind really of replay it. Yeah. It's yeah. but it, it is uh, the, the the thing that always comes to mind whenever I think of infuriating games. is a game on the Amiga called Speedball Two, which <laughs> used to annoy me to death. Uh, it must have gone through so many joysticks, having you know, being a stroppy teenager, having thrown the <laughs> joystick at the all at the
1: time um, yeah I'm afraid I haven't heard of it but uh, yeah you know. S-
0: Speedball 2 was a, it was a, like a team um, team game but uh, we, you sort of it was kind of football basically Uh but uh, but set in the future. Uh, but yeah, that that was that was quite possibly one of the most infuriating games I've ever I, I've ever played, and th- this is coming very close. <laughs> but it's great; it's such good fun.
1: <laughs> I'm really happy to hear.
0: No, I, I I have been enjoying it quite a lot. It's uh, it's uh, really good fun to play. How did you get into game development to start off with?
1: Uh, I think it was always something that I was interested in, which meant for a long time I sort of dabbled around with lots of different programs. Uh, I know that my earliest Sort of interaction with game development was I was a huge fan of Sonic 2 When I was a kid And this probably sounds really stupid But I would get graph paper And I would draw little levels on the graph paper (laughs) Just for Sonic 2 And they were probably terrible I'm sure if I saw them now They would just be the worst Most unbalanced mess Um, but I really enjoyed doing that. And after that, I came across uh, some early Windows games, which had level editors, and I went nuts with that. Uh, but more recently, I don't know what it was exactly that happened, but I decided that you know I was going to try and make a few basic games, and I sort of started doing that, and things just progressed. And then at some point, I think I just realized that this was the sort of thing I wanted to do as a career, so I kind of just went heavier and heavier into
0: it okay is sun and, is the sun and the moon um sun and moon um your first commercial release
1: yes yes it will be
0: okay so yeah so there's quite a lot riding on on uh on how well this does i guess, <laughs> I guess.
1: yeah definitely yeah i've made a bunch of other games which i've released but they've always been released uh, either for free or as a pay what you want sort of scheme
0: right okay
1: um, yeah. so but this is definitely the first game that i've, that I've released
0: well, what, so what, I'm
1: pretty nervous. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm sure it'll sell really well. and it's um, You've got it coming to uh, Steam. W- have you got it coming to consoles as well?
1: Uh, yeah, we're looking to port it to consoles uh, afterwards, but for the moment I'm just focusing just on Steam just to get it working as well as I can there. Cool. Uh, but the hope is to get it on um, handhelds like PS Vita, Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. That sort of thing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can can see that working. It'd be interesting to see if you could get it working on mobile devices as well. I'm not sure how you'd figure out the interaction because it relies quite heavily yeah. on, on the keys and, or, you know, uh, I mean I've been playing it with a controller, it works brilliantly with a controller um, so it's it just trying, trying to, I'm not sure how, how you get it, whether you could do it with um, touch movement and kind of flipping it around, I don't know whether that would work though but
1: I actually, uh, at some point I did have it on my, on my phone uh, sort of a test version but what I found was that there was just one too many buttons that you need to press at once for it to work well
0: right uh, like it
1: was possible uh, especially if you sort of put the phone down and used uh, how can i describe this your index fingers and your middle fingers to move
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: That, that worked that was fine but if you try to use just your thumbs you ran into issues where you'd want to uh jump and push the phase button at the same time or one quickly followed by the other or some combination yeah. like that yeah and you just get to lots of situations where you would just find yourself making a tiny input mistake like that. And I think that you said before that, um, you know, when you, when you made a mistake, you felt like it was generally your fault, yeah. which sort of encourages you to go back and try again, which I think is, is fantastic. Um, but I think if there's like an input mistake where you push a button and your finger's not quite right and you don't push the right button at the right time because you're on a mobile, I think that feels frustrating in a really bad way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think I think you're entirely right. It, it is it is getting you. Yeah, although it, it would be on the face of it, it, it's a game that you feel kind of would feel at home on a mobile device. Mm. If if you can't get the controller right, then uh, it's uh, it, it's probably better not to do it rather than yeah. <laughs> rather than frustrate people with it. Um, yeah. But certainly, I can see it working brilliantly as a, as a um, as a console game or, or yeah, war on handhelds. Um because mm. it it works so well with the controller, so
1: yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on a Vita. I don't own one yet, yeah, and then being able to play with it myself and there because I think it would be just so much fun
0: <laughs> um it's built in gamemaker' studio, isn't it yep yeah. yeah it's bear in mind i'm I'm not a a game developer, but <laughs> um yeah. a a lot of the um, a lot of the guys that I was talking to, uh, that I was at the Play Expo, which is where I saw um, the game originally uh, in Manchester in England, a lot of the guys there are seem to be developing Unity, like sort of every every other person I'm talking to seems to have <laughs> Unity as their main pl- platform. Yeah, um, is Are you very much sort of? Um, I, I don't know. Is is there a? An argument for one over the other or is it just did you just decide Game Maker because it was easier for you to develop for? Uh, I
1: think it's for me I think the reason that I started using it was just because I fell into it uh, there was a game made by someone called Matt Thorson called An Untitled Story which oh, was yeah. made years and years ago Yeah, yeah. and it's one of my favourite games I absolutely adore it uh, and that was made in Game Maker And so that was I think one of the inspirations for me to sort of actually take the step forward and move on from doing things like level editing to actually going on to making games and so naturally i I chose to use game maker there but i i think and i'm could be wrong here but i think the general argument is that unity is fantastic if you're working on 3d games and game maker is better if you're working on 2d games but i know that unity can also develop really well for 2d games on top of that
0: yeah i mean that that's what surprised me actually was, was the fact that there was a huge range of sort of 3D or, or 2D stuff there. I think a lot of the reason that they like it it is because it's a sort of, uh, from what I'm told it's a kind of one push multi-platform um, uh, delivery system, <laughs> Yeah, you know, once you yeah. built it it's fairly straightforward to get it to, to like Mac, PC, whatever else you want to get it onto, you know
1: Yeah, that's definitely true, and that's uh, a lot harder with Game Maker Ah,
0: uh, okay
1: i've got modules for things like Mac, but when I build for it, there ends up being just all sorts of weird issues happening. Um, last time I tried to put the Sun and Moon on Mac uh, a little while ago, it worked except when you tried to screen when you tried to change the screen resolution, it would only go smaller and smaller, <laughs> uh, which meant you ended up with this tiny window and it it was just some bugs which I'm sure I could get around but it's it's a bit frustrating to try and work. Across lots of different platforms with Game Maker.
0: Yeah, okay. It's kind of interesting. They they do seem to you know, um, it it was very funny just talking to people and then go and it was like, So what are you building you <laughs> <I> didn't, Unity. <laughs> or it's <laughs> Unity and something. One guy said, Well, I went round to a bunch of people and asked them, um, what's your favorite develop you know, game to develop it or your know, platform to develop in things Yeah. engine. Uh, and they, they were, you know, and he had a load of different answers, and so he, he was like, "Well, okay, what's your second favourite And everybody said Unity. <laughs> wow. So, and and he was he was looking at at it from the point of view of, well, if I hire somebody to help me out and and code it in this. Uh, whatever engine that I've picked, and that guy disappears, it's going to be a nightmare to find somebody else. Whereas if I do it in Unity, I they can like find people all over the place that can code in that language. <laughs> yeah. Of so so uh, yeah, uh, so yeah that that I found kind of it's it's interesting to find somebody that's not coding in Unity, you know these the days for the looks of things. Yeah. Just moving on, what what are your you you mentioned that uh, Untitled Story is one of your favourite games. What what are yes. your do you have a particular genre you tend to go to for gaming for your sort of favourite games, or do you? Uh, is, is there any you know? Is there anything in particular that you particularly like?
1: Uh, I think probably platform games are definitely my favourite. Uh, things like uh, Super Meat Boy, uh, of course, not surprising. Yeah. Uh, things like Spelunky, like Cave Story. Yeah. I guess all of the classic. Um, indie platform games I'm just a huge huge fan on uh, aside from that I think I like games that try to do something a bit differently Yeah. Um, so ones that you can't really lump into a certain
0: genre um, Okay. But
1: I don't think there are any sort of standout ones there
0: okay so your most of your favourite games are, are the, the sort of indie games do you ha- are there any kind of triple A titles that you uh, particularly like or do you not tend to play those sort of things
1: um, I was really into Team Fortress Two for a long while.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, um, it's so much fun. Uh, yeah, I really like
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Portal's fantastic as well. Um, what else is there?
1: Uh, recently, I've been playing Kerbal Space Program, which I guess is sort of an indie game, but it doesn't feel like it anymore to me. Uh,
0: yeah, no, I, I, I guess it is. I, I have got that. I I, I bought it. Ooh. Months ago, and played with it a little bit, and haven't really gone back into it. But it's one of those games that I think had an awful lot of potential. So um, I haven't, yeah. and I know it must have gone through about five updates since I last played it. So, so I, I need to go back and have another look at it. So um,
1: yeah, it's got a huge learning curve, but I think once you get into it, it's just so much fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's I, I, it's sitting down and actually kind of focusing on that learning curve. I think is is going to be the yeah. the issue. Um, I've 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 got nothing done this weekend because Civilization Beyond Earth came out. That so. <laughs> <laughs> came out on Friday, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that that's it. That's my weekend gone.
1: <laughs> I have to keep myself away from Civ games just because otherwise I just sit there for hours and hours.
0: Yeah, um, just, yeah. It, it laugh. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh. Absolutely
1: terrifying. Yeah,
0: it made me laugh because it's it's got um, the Steam Workshop on it. Uh, and one of the first mods that was created for it was a clock that you could <laughs> <laughs> fit on the top of the screen because it doesn't have one in game <laughs> yeah I, I kind of, uh, yep yep that about sums up sim <laughs> so i've got I've got one last question which um we usually ask people because we cover a lot of t v shows on the site uh, as as well as gaming and various other kind of geek related things. Um, Do you have a um, favourite TV show, either um, something currently running or or something that you kind of go back to? Ooh. um, I have a few favourites. Go on. Uh, I guess
1: stuff like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, Love all of those, but everyone says that. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. huge fan of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Is there anything else... I think it might be just those three. <laughs> there's a bunch of other shows which I watch. Um, there's a British show called Black Mirror. I'm, I imagine you've heard of it. I'm not sure how popular yes. it is. Yes,
0: yes. It, no, it is. Uh, it's a Channel 4 show over here. It's uh, but very, very funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I really enjoy, it. enjoy that show as well. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I think, I think that's about it.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I think we've covered everything we need to. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go and, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Right. It's been great. Thanks for talking to you. Okay, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.
1: Selling a little?